Welcome to the ProStar podcast. I'm so excited. So excited. We've been talking about this in our team meetings for months, years. We need a podcast. Well, guess what? We've got one now. And I'm even more excited as to where we're holding it. And wow. this, I'm, I, I get to be here with Carrie Gove. And, and so we're going to do a little interview, talk to Carrie. But ProStar loves the work they're doing. We've supported it since day one. Uh, and I, I wanted her to tell you a little bit about it. But no, the ProStar podcast is going to interview people in the community who are doing good while doing good, okay? Yeah. They're going to interview people in the community that care. They're going to interview business owners. We're going to interview business owners in the community that care and that do good while doing good. We're going to interview people on our team who are on the ground who are getting after it as well. So that's going to be that's going to be our, 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 our goal. Um, but we're sitting in Carrie's studio. But the, well, I, I know I was going to say it's my studio, but it is definitely TSP's amazing space that God just made sure we got a hold of this. You know, it's yeah. been we're in a great location here in Everett. So. so tell us about I do want to I want to go all the way back at some point, but I want to hear a little about TSP. Sure. Like about this work that you're doing yeah. in the community and sure. located in Everett. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, to, to, to kind of get things started, um, Mike and I have both worked with youth, you know, really almost through our whole church, our whole church membership time. We've been married to see going on 40 years. We um, have probably been going, been going to church together that long, you know, being involved in different things that, 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 that are going on for the community. And um, when it came down to it, I got involved in a um, drop-in center in Snohomish. I was asked mm. by our pastor, hey, these kids are going down the trail. They're getting high. You know, what can we do to kind of do something for them and get them kind of in there and, and um, um, doing something different, kind of maybe even distracting them from just going out and getting in trouble. Mm. So we opened this uh, drop-in center in Snohomish. And I got to tell you, you know, I'd been working with kids, but mostly through the church. And I would not had not really been exposed to kids that were, um, you know, I would say falling between the cracks at school. You know, yeah. kind of kids that didn't have anywhere to go, not much to do, probably not a lot of parental support. And but they started coming into the youth center, and we started talking, getting to know them, and it just seemed like they always. The story was always, oh, I'm flunking every class except for shop. I'm flunking every class mm. except for cooking. They were just, and what it began to realize is these were really kinetic learners. Mm. But they didn't have, so since they struggled with the audio visual, visual um, learning style, they just weren't doing well in school. Mm. And then if they didn't have mom and dad at home, maybe either mom and dad's working or maybe even didn't have parents, it was worse. You know, they just, yeah, just not a lot of direction. Mm. So we just thought, well, gosh, what can we do that would, be something fun it would be kinetic hands-on and uh, I just so happened to have a son and a daughter that are filmmakers so it's like oh what can we do mm. and it just all kind of fell together by the grace of God we just started you know we, we thought okay let's do this let's just once a week let's just have a class and mm. we started in two in 2019 in a borrowed church library with four kids and it just took off from there and we've been been after it ever since. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's awesome. You know, I have a deep belief that uh, two things are vital for, for kids. And, and I, too, work well about Carrie and Mike. 
they work with kids a lot. Mike is a, the head pro at our, our golf club for well over 20 or for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I often, I've been a member there since 2011, and, and I often go in to Mike's, you know, to, to the pro shop, and, and there's always kids, you know, that he gets to mentor and work with. And I watch some of the finest young men develop under Mike's care mm-hmm. and custody and mentorship. And so I just have a huge heart for the goes in that sense. Uh, but I also, I just really believe with kids that if they have connection and meaningful work, yeah. Yeah. a meaningful pursuit, right? Right, Absolutely. something that, and then, and, and maybe something that caused them to come alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, when you're talking about this kinetic learners, and we've, you know, we're in the insurance business, um, but ProStar, that's our core insur- core business. We're in 10 states, um, but people use computers a lot. And so, yeah. like, there's certain team members that we've had come in over the year that it just drains them to, oh, be, right. to be looking at a computer screen for four hours a day or yeah. however long it takes to, to work up quotes for their insurance and, and to, to do the work that we do in advising people. It's not just talking to people on the phone uh, as, and, and they're in person. Uh, that's a big piece of it, but you still have to look at a computer screen. And so certain learners and certain people are just people people. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you got to find a role for them that, that fits. And so school in general, it seems is to me a need for a reimagination. Oh, and yes. so I would agree that. Would and agree so that you guys much. in this operation at TSP mm-hmm. are, you know, on the tip of the spear. Yeah. Along with a lot of other folks trying to, to mm-hmm. find answers to the question that you're asking is why right. are kids falling through the cracks at such yeah. a high rate? Yeah, exactly. Well and plus then then you have that chocolate Sunday and you put the whipped cream of COVID on the top. Yeah. And yeah. oh, I cannot even tell you. I yeah. would I would not have imagined in 2019 thinking that we were going to be providing, okay, here's kinetic learning, here's social skills. How do you because film is incredibly collaborative. Mm. How do you learn to respect another person? Mm. You know, how do you listen to their ideas and not mm. um, you know, I be respectful. Uh, that you're you you look at the best in everyone. You pull, you know, you work with other people to pull, like you say, to pull out what's mm-hmm. what, what they're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then you have just um, then it's but but then being respectful of your mentor because these kids are going to have to learn at, at at any job they're going to have a boss. So you know mm-hmm. so that so we try to provide a mentorship that is kind and caring, but it's also like okay, we don't ask you to pay for the classes, but we do ask you to pay attention. Mm. So you know that's that's, good. that's what we do. So yeah. we really, um, so that, so you put all that together, but then you got COVID and everything was pulled out from under these kids. Um, I mean, life is tough enough. And then everything that they thought they could count on public school mm. and the structures that they were given, you know, even the fun stuff that school provided proms and mm. graduations, it mm. just evaporated. Yeah. And I think I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, a scientist or, or a, a, stati- a, a statistician, but I I think we've all heard that the, you know, even the suicide rate. Yeah, up. depression, um, suicide, yeah, yeah. addiction. And then instead of being with other kids and doing healthy things, they got stuck at home and now they're on social media. And yeah. we all know what social media can do to young people. It's yeah. just too much of the comparison game, too much of yeah. the, you know, just it can really beat kids down. People, you know, they can get bullied. It's just, yeah. you know, there's just been so many things. And we've really seen still, 
we're talking it's 2023 and we're still seeing kids that are fearful, just mm. fearful. And so we want them to um, know that, you know, we're a support base for them. Mm. Sure. We're here to teach them film, but you know, we want to talk with them about, you know, if they've got something that's really bothering them or, you know, and we, we also of course work with their parents. We, we would not be doing anything secretively here, mm -hmm. but the, the parents too have shared concerns. They, we've, we've had parents call us up and say, gosh, would you pray for my kid? Mm. He's really struggling. And this is 2023. This is supposedly over, mm -hmm. right? But it's not over. We've actually had two of our students. I've never seen this before. Two of our students that actually developed Tourette's mm. during COVID. And mm. now they have, it, it's, it's, it's mm. just hard to watch, you know, and of course mm. we love them. We, we deal with it. Right. <laughs> we right in the middle of filming something and all of a sudden somebody shouts something out and you're like, okay, let's start and reset. You know, let's start over again. Yeah. Uh, but you just, you know, we'll take, we'll take them any way they come because mm. God loves them. He's got a plan for their life. We want to be, you know, part of whatever that is. And even if they don't go into film, like, like you say, there's these technical skills. Everybody's got to have these different skills that they need. Um, mm. And through, through the sound mixing, through the, the um, editing that we do, through all the different, um, um, you know, got photography going on now and, and they've got to learn these skills um, that, that are really going to help no matter what they do. And if nothing else, almost every company needs moving pictures. Mm. You know, the day of just having photographs on your website right. is gone, right? right. No, you got to yeah. tell a story via, yeah. via video. You know, Absolutely. you check. I mean, this is, I'm getting excited. I mean, I didn't know Carrie was going to bring this, all this, <laughs> this level of conversation, but we're going to just do it. Yeah. Um, I really, really believe what you're saying uh, in terms of what kids need. Uh, they need to develop skill, mm -hmm. okay? And so mm -hmm. you're providing them an opportunity to develop a skill that's mm -hmm. needed. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. you're just hitting on. Mm -hmm. They have to have something that they're, typically that makes them come alive, right? Kinetic learners doing kinetic things, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the third one that you talked about, it, you know, you said it's not uh, the class is free, or uh, you don't have to pay for class, but you need to pay attention, right? Yeah. And yeah. so now you're talking about accountability. Mm -hmm. You're talking about mm -hmm. demanding of a kid and holding kids accountable, mm -hmm. and and the teaching them that they can be responsible mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. outcomes. Yeah. The yeah. thing that social media is doing, and you hit on that as well, that I have seen is is exactly contrary to the idea that I have, and that you know I'm in the process of writing a book about, and I train companies and organizations mm -hmm. on the idea of the process yes. over the product, or the right. process over the outcome. Right. That social media, the comparison you talked about mm -hmm. is is in the past and its outcome, and it's as pretty as it can possibly be presented. Right. There's nothing negative that's being presented. It, it might be the 57th selfie that that kid took right. to get it just right. And yeah. then there's 97 filters. Yeah. Right, <laughs> that they chose yeah, from, exactly, and that took another twenty minutes, and then right. they posted it. Yes, right, and so it's teaching, um, and, and it's causing fear. Exactly mm -hmm. what you said, mm -hmm. because it's taking us out of the moment and putting right. us in a place where there's a gap, where there's a longing, there's a missing that there's I'm not enough. Yeah, and yeah. so yes, 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 yes. That's we're on a mission with my family, and anybody who will listen and anybody who aligns with us to be part of the solution. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the thing, the concept that we talk about 
at a high level from time to time. Like the, in order to have a solution, you got to know what the problem is, right? Right. It's like right. sometimes, you know, somebody comes in and it's like if I'm bleeding out of my arm, that's great. You're going to stop mm-hmm. the bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the symptom. Right. But you got to figure out why am I bleeding? Yeah. That's the problem. Exactly. Right. So we got to get to the problem. And so um, mm-hmm. the core the core issue is unnecessary human suffering. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. There's an, an, an unbelievable, the problem is unnecessary human suffering. Now, it's manifested through a variety of different mediums. Um, but, and the problem, with the, a good friend of mine used to always say, the problem with the problem is the problem. There's no problem with the solution. Mm-hmm. Mother Teresa said, I will not go to an anti-war rally, mm-hmm. but I will go to a peace rally. Right. Any day of the right. week. Right. Exactly. And so it's a matter of focus. Mm-hmm. We've saw, seen ho- homelessness uh, solutions come to bear at a trajectory of winning in Houston at a high rate. Mm-hmm. And their idea is they focus on housing first. Mm-hmm. In Seattle, where we just ranked last in the most recent report, mm-hmm. we focus on homelessness. Mm-hmm. And so we get more of it. So we have to quickly mm-hmm. get to a solution. You've just articulated a, a number of... A, all those points, right? Right. A solution right. of a place mm-hmm. where people can come, mm-hmm. they can learn technical skills, mm-hmm. they've got support. Yeah. Yeah. People that care. Exactly. Connection. Exactly. And and I'll throw up, I'll throw another one in, in there if you're okay with that. Yeah. Self expression. Hmm. Um, telling stories. Yeah. Um, right. We noticed, um, mm. you know, we, the kids were telling all these kinds of stories and we were doing all these. Mm. Th- and, and then through 22, it was ma- really major through 22. We were, Really blessed that during COVID, during 20, when, when um, the COVID was actually happening, because they went to this policy, okay, you can come back into a classroom if you only have 10 people in the room. Well, pu- public schools couldn't do that, right? right? Well, guess what? All of our classes from the get-go have been maximum six kids, right? Three, yeah. you know, because we're, we're making production teams. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we don't want kids sitting around, so we, we, we limit it to six kids. And so, well, we had two teachers, you know, six kids and me. So we were able to come right back into the classroom, probably one of the first organizations that did mm. that. We were masked up. We had the, we had X's on the floor where the kids had to keep their chairs. They'd be six feet apart and all this. We jumped through every hoop, but we got them back in there. And I got to tell you, it was it was just, they started, you know, we, we let them sometimes write their own movies. Okay. And it was, it was amazing how many dark stories they told. Hmm. And normally I would think, okay, what's going on in this kid's life that he really needs to wants to talk about, you know, tell, tell a story about someone breaking into a house. Well, it, it was like story after story. And all of a sudden I realized these kids are afraid and they're expressing mm. it. They're literally just, it's just coming out in their storytelling. And so we went with it. We just went with it and we just said, you know, okay, let's let them tell these stories. And of course, then when we would have them offset, you know, we would just be hanging around during production time. Then that's when you can just pump a bunch of positive thoughts into them. But let them tell the story. Let totally. them tell. You know, let them get it out, whatever it is. And 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 I think that's part of, like you say, it's a pro- it's the process. That's the process of of um, just of just learning. You know, you know, taking taking it from. Um, Here's who I am. Here's what I want to be. I'm not going to, you know, just make pretty pictures of myself and put yeah. them on on social media. Yeah. I, I I'm okay with there's a, the, the fact that if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be good at something, I've got to be bad at it first. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 I'm afraid that we have a we have a picture out on our wall out there. It's a um, 
is a famous director, and I should remember his name. Oscar Wilde. And not Oscar Wilde. He's uh, um, Spielberg. 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 And he yeah. says, and it basically says, the reason the movies take so long is because of the bad ideas they that have to get bad. fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah, bad yeah. ideas that have to become yeah, good yeah, ideas. Yeah. And and so uh, we we just never want kids to be afraid of that. Yeah. And just learn and keep it going. You know, just just keep going. Yeah. yeah. And and what? Oh my goodness! Tell me that's not you know exactly what we're talking about is the realization of the growth mindset, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to try mm -hmm. something and fail, to try something and fail, to try something and fail, to try something and fail. And that doesn't mean you're, you're a bad person or bad at something, you know, you're not, you're going to be terrible the rest of your life. It just means you got to learn more. Yeah. Failure is part of the process. Yeah. 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 So how old are these kids? We start. We, we were uh, starting at twelve because that's the the age of junior high. We have found though that 12, 12 year olds tend to be, uh, it's it, thirteen is kind of the magic number. They kind of be, kind of can focus a little bit longer and they can really um, um, kind of pay attention to because you know we we meet once or twice a week and so mm -hmm. we're going to be together for two hours, two and a half hours. We we you know we're, we're doing longer sessions so the kids can really um, have time to really connect with what they're doing. Okay. And so anyway, when you're teaching kids and you only have an hour a day, that's tough. You, you, you stop and start, stop and start. Mm -hmm. So we have them for longer sessions. We found that at 12, it was a little tough, but we will take a 12 year old that's, you know, case-based. They're really into it. They're really dedicated. They want to learn film, um, but mostly 13. And then we will go up to 21 to 22 only because you can now attend high school legally till you're 21. And we're not gonna, if a kid's still in high school and he comes to us, and we've had kids that have been coming to classes for almost since we started, at least since 2020. 2020. Mm. And those kids will, um, those kids will, um, you know, come back for a class. Maybe they won't see them for maybe a couple, like, you know, three month sessions or quarters. But then they'll come back to another class because they mm. want to just dig back, you know, they want to dig back in and they, mm. you know, so, so if that is a student, we have a student like that, we don't want to push them out the door, you know, and, but, but when they do turn 21, it's like, well, hey, why don't you help us run this place, you know, right? help us teach some other kids or do you want right. to just make a movie? Do you want to just make a movie and we'll just do this on our off hours? You know, we, we want to keep that relationship and keep them moving and, um, and hopefully too, um, something we need to probably be a little better at is how can we connect these kids to jobs? You know, can we find internships? Can we find places mm -hmm. for them to work once they've come through our programs? And that's we're still in that phase of development, I, I would say. Yeah, learning you know, where they can go. Somebody asked me once, said, John, if you could have any job in the world, mm -hmm. what would it be? I said, hands down, CEO of Disney. <laughs> I love that. Hands down. Oh. And I'd love it if you were the CEO of Disney. Yeah. I, I would get tickets. I would <laughs> and, and, and the reason is... They have so much influence. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about yeah. expression, mm -hmm. and you talk about uh, creation, creating ideas, and Steven Spielberg, obviously, you know, at one of the highest level. Um, they also own ESPN. They also own ABC. I mean, I can go on and on to the holdings of Disney. Yeah. But how vital it is, the stories that our kids you know, here, and then the stories that they get to tell. Right. And so, right. Uh, you know, my daughter, I have a 13-year-old, and she is all in on Harry Potter. Yeah. And, and I don't know a ton about J.K. Rowling, right. but she's, she's very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. it's, um, I don't know if you've ever had, I'm sure a lot of your kids have seen Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure, it's a, yeah, it's huge. It's a pretty creative mm -hmm. 
work, mm-hmm. um, and she's—they've made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What is it about Harry Potter that yeah. really? This is a little tangent, but yeah, from, yeah. from this filmmaking background that you think is like really taken. Well, you know, actually, it's it no, it's it is an interesting study, oh. but I think you know if we go all the way back, you know, you really if you go all the way back to uh, one of the first animated films that was ever made, Snow White. Yeah, you got a witch. Yeah, she can do magic. I mean, it's Disney. just Disney yeah, magic, right? Snow White yeah, yeah. This I yeah, and I think it's just the fascination with the idea that something. Um, I mean, it, with 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 Harry Potter, it, it is kind of a combination of. Um, I would say that just the adventures that kids have, and all the and 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 some of it's the same the same things. I mean, you've got good, you've got evil, you've got you know you've got the basic story arcs, right? Of mm. of of something that is is standing in Harry's way, and he's got to get through it. And over the film, over the series of the films, I, I didn't read the books, but over the series yeah. of the films, I I'm aware that they they kind of, the stories get a little bit darker, a little bit heavier, all the things he has to overcome. And as, as because those kids that are reading those books are getting older, right? She kind of wrote to a, mm. a, ki- a group of kids that were going to age up with her books. And so, mm. so the, so the intensity of the stories get a little bit darker and a little bit stronger, but we do have a fascination with magic mm. and that can be for good for evil. You know what I mean? Right, it's right. not that, um, but I, but I think with you at the heart of Harry Potter is just, he's an incredible overcomer. Mm-hmm. And I think kids really, glom onto that you know he's just a and and just a a kid too that kind of finds out well oh my gosh i didn't know i was special Mm -hmm. and then he finds out he has something special to bring to the table that you know and then oh my gosh but there's other kids like me and and, you know you have that right yeah so every kid i tell Mm -hmm. i don't even know the names of them but my kid malva does she's like yeah which house would you be in oh yeah which house would you be? I know <laughs> I can't answer that question. And either. I don't, I don't have it either. Yeah. They, they'll tell me. Yeah. But there's something about the need for kids to have, again, connection or or something mm. they can identify with. Ideally, that's yeah. a force for good. Yeah. It's a force for overcoming. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it's a force for possibility. Oh yeah, the Marvel movies, same thing. Right. We just love these people. They're they're great people. That we we like the characters, and then. The fact they have all these incredible superpowers all the more because oh my gosh look at look how they can just cha- make things change and they can they can win the battle and they can make it all they can save everybody it's it's very appealing to kids and and I think that is the challenge too is is connecting within each child what is it that you bring that's totally unique you know and and maybe it's an old fashioned notion but the idea that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. And that what there's things in you that God didn't put in anybody else. And mm. if you're gone, something huge would be missing. Mm. And, you know, we wonder how much that message is, is really still getting out there. You know, that there's no accidents. There's no, um, you know, there's just something amazing. You have choices. Of course you have choices. Mm. But what you what, what's inside of you and who you are and all the skill sets, um, I think any of us that are fine, you know have had the privilege of raising a child mm-hmm. discovered that guess what I got three kids they're all different mm-hmm. even though they're raised by the same parents yep. right in the same environment do a lot of the same things yep. they're different and there's something inside them that makes them unique and yep. they bring these skills to the table and you see it right you're nailing it though so like <laughs> like you just so I went to Africa uh, mm-hmm. and they asked me to speak to a bunch of youth leaders in Africa, from five different countries. And this is, uh, it was in Uganda maybe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. 
And I, before I went up, I wanted to meet some people and, and you know, make sure I'm not just bringing a message from the States or from mm -hmm. you know, my upbringing, but something that can resonate that's mm -hmm. translatable potentially across mm -hmm. um, all cultures, mm -hmm. you know, human, humanity. And mm -hmm. so the three bullet points that I came up with in those 48 hours prior to actually getting up and talking, which mm -hmm. the leader goes, you are absolutely right. This is exactly what we needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so number one was this idea of that you're unique. So if you just draw a triangle, you're unique. Mm -hmm. Kids are unique. Mm -hmm. They all got something to do. Yeah. There, there's something for that kid to do. Yeah. And it all matters. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Number two is from there developing skills, mm -hmm. which takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes repetition. Mm -hmm. It takes failure being part of the process. Yeah. Exactly what you're, you're, you're talking about, Carrie. Right. And then number three is that you do have choices. Mm -hmm. And, and your you, you will reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. The Bible says God will Absolutely. not be mocked. Yes. Yes. A person will reap what they sow. Absolutely. And so that you will be held to accountable mm -hmm. to your mm -hmm. choices. Mm -hmm. And you are responsible. Yeah. And, and that is the greatest responsibility. That type of responsibility mm -hmm. is such a great endowment. And you went and did something. And I have this, I've been talking about this lately because I think it's more and more relevant. Again, history has a way of repeating itself. I think it was uh, one of our past presidents said the worst nine words you can hear is, my name is Jim, I'm from the government, I'm here to help. Okay? <laughs> and so... That's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Run! No. But, uh, but responsible, right? Yes. Yeah. Responsibility. Now, there, there are go. the real jobs in go. America, right? Charles Barkley yep. says there's five real jobs in America. Teachers and coaches, which you guys fall into. Mm -hmm. Doctors and, and the nurses. Mm -hmm. uh, military, police, and firefighters. No. The rest of us, like me, <laughs> just along for the ride. But I do want to yeah. take a little tangent. Yeah. But do you, I, I think what's crazy is I, I would have never guessed how spot on we are in our analysis the only prayer is how can we continue to bring that message in a format that's tangible right. that kids can come and be a part of yes and plug in yes and then like you said then become mentors mm -hmm. forward pay it yeah. forward so that they, they do the same thing and, and it becomes self-perpetuating yeah. is carrie's married to mike gove and yes. uh mike <laughs> is our our head pro and i love mike Mike, incidentally, he played in the Masters the year I was born. Did you know that? Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, that doesn't make me feel old at all. 1980. No, that doesn't and, make me feel uh, old at all. So he That's played okay. in the Masters the year I was born, <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, he is the greatest. I mean, he's been the pro there since I joined uh, Inglewood in, in 2011. But I want to hear how you guys met okay. and kind of what the life of a pro-wife is, is like for my Inglewood constituents that oh might goodness. be listening to the Pro Star yeah. podcast. Okay. Well, I'll try to get it in a nutshell because, uh, you know, I didn't. 40 years of marriage. 40 years. We've been married for 40 years. Um, I met Mike. I was at the University of Washington and um, a friend of mine got Go me a dogs. job at the, at the front desk of uh, Sandpoint Country Club. And at the time, Mike's parents were members there and I didn't know any of this. I'm just coming to work every day and, and you know, I think we were, that was back in the uh, Animal House era. So we were like, you know, very 
Miffy and Buffy and you know, yeah. where we had our yeah Eddie Bauer Del- stuff on. I was on a Delta DU, you know that. Oh, were you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a different. You there know. you go. Yeah, I was a Kappa Kappa at the U, yeah. so okay. good stuff. But um, anyway, I went so to a Kappa dance. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably drank a little too much. For, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that never happened in college. Right. No, right, right. no, no. But um, we, yeah, we met at the. He kept walking by the front desk, and I probably thought he was a lot older than he was because he wasn't dressed very college, you know. With the button fly Levi's and, you know, the penny loafers, he was not at all, you know, somebody that I thought was, um, you know, a, a, you know, someone who would even be close to my age. He looked like he was in his 30s to me because he's wearing, you know, he's got the polyester pants on and the golf shirt and the whole shebang. Yeah. And, but he, he'd stop and say hi. And finally, one, one, one night I was getting ready to close and he stepped in the front door and said, hey, you want to go out to, to it? I said, well, yeah, why not? So that was our first date. Yeah, there we go. Where'd you go? And uh, we actually went to FX McCrory's. Okay. okay and okay. we went to see The Jazz Singer, which was a film um, that was, yeah, that came out that year, The Jazz Singer with, um, oh my gosh, Singer. And oh, I can't even think. Oh my gosh, I should remember yeah, that he was yeah. in it. But you know, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. And we, and we just, yeah, that's when we started dating. We, that was in, see, we got married in April of 1983. So that would have been like 1981. Hmm. Yeah, when we met. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's the year Adrian was born. So really? Yeah. yeah. That's oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice that you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. We can be yeah. your parents. That's great. Yeah. No, we, we just no. We it was wonderful. We we um, he's just he was just and, and he was so humble because one of the things that just a little caveat of our relationship was that um, there was this huge. Loving cup, you know, trophy on the on the coffee table. One of my jobs was to keep an eye on it. Well, I had no idea what that was. I didn't know. It was just a big old silver trophy. Yeah. And and then when we were we, I think it was like three weeks into dating, he finally told me, "Oh yeah, that yeah that that's the Walker Cup. Yeah, <laughs> that's Sarah because of me." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so, and the most humble guy. He just would never blow his own horn. Yeah. And we, as you yeah. know yeah, now, yeah, yeah, to yeah. this day, he will yeah. never blow his own horn. Yeah. So sometimes I blow it for him. He's so he's so steady. <laughs> He's amazing. And you guys are so. How many kids? Three. Three. Three kids. I yeah. know Dougie. I've met Dougie. Yes, yes. He's coaching baseball back in uh, in Iowa, and then my oldest two. Um, so we've got a yeah, we've got a thirty three year old now, and then uh, yeah, thirty three and thirty. And uh, Chris is actually getting his um, master's degree in education because he figured yeah. out he loves teaching. He loves yeah. teaching film. He loves teaching. So yeah. he's doing that and. Ashley works for me. She she's our what I call my uh, director of educational programming, okay. and she is a, also she's been she's actually run her own film company. She's been a wedding videographer and worked on some projects. Wow! And now she's working for her church too. She yeah. does all the video stuff there. Yeah. So, yeah, videos everywhere. You can't. There's not a there's not a company or a church or an organization that doesn't practically need to have somebody come in and film something. So that's really exciting. So what are the, the what are, so as we wrap up what are the biggest mm-hmm. what are the bigger needs uh, for the for the program? The, oh the, my goodness! You know, yeah. I, I think the vision would be we'd love to grow the building we're in right now. It's about oh, let's see we're about fourteen hundred square feet and mm-hmm. there's enough like in the room we're in right now. It's nice we we can do a little filming in here. Um, we'd love to have a bigger kind of a, almost like a converted garage type of a studio or a warehouse that we could really do big projects in. You know really put up a big green screen let the kids really have mm-hmm. at it you know yeah um because it we, we do film on location we'll do some stuff on location um but even that it's you know we're not at the 
we don't have the income where you, for a lot of film, film to make a big movie, right? To make it like a, a feature length film, it's millions of dollars, and we don't expect the kids to do that. They mostly create shorts, and that's fine. That's that's a great process. And if they want to enter film festivals, a lot of the film festivals only accept short films, so it's mm. fine. Um, but it is just that I mean, I would say. You know, they say, what's the old saying? Money answereth all things. And we, if we want to grow staff, if we want to have more programs, if we want to have a bigger building, you know, it's really just kind of, I would say right now we pull in about 100, do 90,000, 100,000 a year. If we could get up, if we could double that at some point, I know that's a big, it's a big goal, but God can do anything. Mm -hmm. And we're just kind of thinking, well, if that can happen and we can find ways to increase our income I'm mean, we're hoping the podcasting will take off we'd love to have five or six podcasters yeah. come in yeah. and use yeah. this so space. if you're if you're looking yeah. to podcast yeah, yeah yeah if you're looking to podcast yeah this is a great space uh they have a great crew um mm -hmm. and a great welcoming environment and we snacks we have we're snacks. excited to be here and they had snacks <laughs> uh so if you're looking to podcast this is a great spot yeah. love that okay yeah. and and so then finally I I do want to mention um how excited I am, I mean, for what you guys are doing. And I mean, I said it on the outset, but I just, I just don't want to reiterate like pro star. We're in the business of making people's day. Okay. Mm -hmm. We happen to be really, really good at insurance. Quantitatively, our net promoter score is above any national company in the country. Uh, so I know what we do. We do very, very well, but that's not why we're in business. And I think that, the partnership we have here is so similar. Yeah. Like, like while, while you need money, like you need resource to yeah. provide that possibility, right. Um, right. The, the reality is you're in the business of changing kids' lives. And there, is, there a, is there any, you know, higher importance, yeah. I guess, or calling, if you will, or yeah. vocation, you know, mm -hmm. than... than changing and forming kids lives i don't believe there is and mm -hmm. and so anything that we can do uh, to support that we're going to well, I appreciate um, that. and and we continue yeah. to and we have since well, day you one. already have and but, we really appreciate you guys it's but it's just amazing thank you i just really love the work that's being done and the heart in which it's being done um there are people who who talk about there being problems in the world and then there's people who are answers and and so people talk about how Mother Teresa, you know, she didn't make any money. That, that's not true. There was a lot of money and people who got behind Mother Teresa and that work. And this is contemporarily as relevant of an idea to tangibly impact the community. Yeah, and we we know we'll ride this as long as as long as we can and and, yeah. and make it as big as we can. I mean. By having Ripple Ministries as kind of the parent, yeah. uh, the the big organ, bigger organization, and then the Teen Storytellers Project is one program that's inside of it. Mm -hmm. Well, then now we have an umbrella, and under that umbrella, we could do auto repair, or we could do, you know, we we could add a whole bunch of stuff: photography and uh, podcasting, and yeah. <laughs> you name it. Yeah. You know, whatever kids want to learn, just all kinds of different uh, skills and. And, um, you know, just whatever. Yeah, I mean, and we'll just, and sometimes things just present themselves. Someone will come along and say, hey, I'd like to teach. Right. And you're like, okay, let's figure out how to get you plugged in. You know, and so we, you know, we, we just feel like it can all happen. Um, we, we, you know, because really we're about four years old, four to five years old when it comes to how much we've been doing the work. We, we formed in 2017, but 
Um, our first golf tournament, we hadn't done a thing yet. We just had to have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and Mike and I, we don't, we don't do, we'll never take a salary from this. It's, we just, mm -hmm. we just love it. We just, it's our passion and we just want to make sure that the funds are going into the programming and, you know, when you, and the, and the necess necessities, you have to have a building and you have to have mm -hmm. a place to so store your equipment and you have, you know, you, we, we pay our staff because they're pouring their heart and soul mm -hmm. into it. And they honestly, realistically to teach higher tech jobs, you can't expect, you know, if someone comes along who's retired and they can do it for free. That's great. But, but the people that have the more current information are younger people, and they can't work for free. So you, mm -hmm. we just have to make sure that we're doing it in a way that the kids are going to get the best of what they can learn and move forward with. How do people get a hold of you? You know, um, it's really pretty. We have a website, you know, www.teenstorytellers.org. That's got you know, a lot of information. Um, my wonderful communications person, Morgan, is fixing that and is going to make it amazing. So it's going to be even better than it is now. Um, and um, we are also, um, we also can, you know, because there's email, you know, we are on Instagram, but really just, you know, reaching out to us, all of the, the information. I, I take phone calls on my personal phone number. I don't even worry about, you know, oh, no, you use your own phone number? So, yeah, people need to reach me. So the students, the parents, um, the staff, everybody can reach me on my, on my number. And, um, and we can also, and we, and that's on the, that is also on the website. There's a, there's a form on the website that allows people to, um, fill, just say, we want to be in contact with you, just a contact form. They mm -hmm. fill that out. Um, there's yeah so those are the, that's probably the main uh, the main way that we we contact and if now if you want me to do you want me to say my phone number on on, on the podcast or just sure, yeah right. let's let's four two five three zero eight eight nine three one that's my phone number we also have uh, Carrie at rippleministries.org. super easy to remember yeah, it's just my name at rippleministries.org. send me an email we'll communicate with anybody and get them plugged in yeah you know the next thing she's gonna do <laughs> teach right. Well, I love teaching. You get, you I love teaching. Coming, I just, right? yes. I, the, the, my problem is that is my age. I actually went to broadcasting school. The University of Washington had a radio television wing you of did. their school of communications. I graduated in radio television broadcasting. Problem is we were just analog. I'm analog. We're talking 1983. Yeah, 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 yeah. The digital world has passed me by. Wow. So now as, as executive director, I buy the snacks and I clean the toilets. But you got kids coming. You got oh, kids yeah. Coming. We're going to yeah. them. Absolutely. I'm absolutely. excited. I'm excited yeah. to meet a few kids. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. As Morgan's telling us, we got one minute. So <laughs> yeah. in, in closing, yeah. uh, Ripple Ministries, teenstorytellingproject.org. Mm -hmm. yep. Please do connect. Uh, yeah. We are, we are on a mission to help people who are doing good do mm -hmm. good, uh, and and we're we're Thank grateful so for this space. We're grateful for this time. Yeah. Grateful Thank for you, so you much. taking action. For you that are listening to this, this is the heart of Pro Star. If you got an idea, do it. Yeah. If you got a, th because failure mm -hmm. is part of the process. Yeah. Fear, what you talked about earlier, mm -hmm. keeps so many people from just yeah. taking action. Yeah. And, and then you, and then and then the people with the peaceful lives like Carrie have, okay. When you know, toward you know, like you said, our staff, etc. Mm -hmm. um, getting, you know, you've been working for a while. I'm not going to age you totally, but you know, you've been at it. <laughs> but but I've I've so met good. a lot of people who have been in the, in the marketplace for a season and yeah. a period of time, and they just flat out, 
um, do you not have the peace and the, and the joy and the excitement and the passion and the possibility that you mm-hmm, do? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I just and, and it's not being about being an expert. You, yeah, and it's not being about about being an expert yeah. at anything. That's great, but are you available? Are you yeah, just available? Availability is an asset. I know you just okay. Uh, yeah. There's somebody higher and bigger than me that can tell me what to do on a daily basis, and you know, so just, we'll take volunteers. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> So absolutely. So yeah, just, it's just okay. Take every, one little, how to eat an elephant one bite at a time. Don't yeah. try to, you know, you don't have to beat the world. You just have to start. Just have to start. Yeah. And you guys are doing it. Yeah. So thanks so much, Carrie. Well, Great thank to be you. With you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on the ProStar it. podcast. Thanks Morgan for the production. We will see you next time. <laughs>